Alright, welcome to Torture Garden. I'm Jimmy. I'm Scott. And uh, so, we're probably a little late on this, but uh, we, we, we thought about, you know, talking about stuff that's going to come out this year and uh, what we're really excited about. Uh, we're we're going to hop on that train like there's no tomorrow. Uh, you know, and get, get those views, get those subs. <laughs> like, like the whores we are. Yeah. Um, but, so, uh, that's... That, that's really the uh, the meat of this episode. Uh, I was, was going to say, like, I don't, I don't know what else. There yeah, is. I know. Yeah, we're, um, just... We're, we're, we're just we're, we're, we're basically just going to go back and forth and talk about uh, stuff that we're interested in. Maybe it'll segue into something else. but um, And then a little yeah. later on, uh, we'll talk about stuff that we're hoping is going to drop this year, but uh, yeah. nothing that hasn't been you know, confirmed yet. So, uh, Scottford, do you want to go first? Yeah, so first, um, I actually ended up having time to listen to a couple albums that came out on the night we're recording this on the 21st. Uh, a couple albums that came out on the 19th that I had been anticipating, uh, so I'll just shout that out real quick. Yeah. Uh, one is Shopping, The Official Body. Uh, they were a kind of a surprise in, I believe, 2015. They came out with this really... Um, obviously there's a lot of different shades of post-punk you have the very moody post-punk and then kind of the more um, art punk direction where it's a little kind of you know bizarre but catchy in a way uh, yeah kind of like you, you have top docking heads sort of yeah exactly and like you, know, you have the joy division you know like the really somber and then you have stuff like uh, transmission and level terrace apart and whatnot and they kind of went toward that end where they, it was kind of a dancey vibe and they had just really really catchy songs um, it was, I think, called Why Choose was the name of that album. So I was looking forward to this one, uh, and it's okay. It's one of those. It's one of those albums where you know it, it, it does kind of what they did last time, but it's, it's just it's it, it's okay. Like it just doesn't hit that heights. But I, I want to shout it out because it's it's a good post punk album. And then the other album that was going to come out uh, is Tune Yards. I can feel you creep in my positive in my private life. Um, they're kind of an art pop synth pop group that uh, the Neil Drop. He was actually excited about their last album which came out either in 2016 2015 i forget um and it's it's pretty good you know it, it's just nice catchy um you know well written a little bit artsy uh just synth pop um and i like both those a lot mm. uh wanted to shout them. obviously not really anticipating them at this point they're they're already out um but yeah uh and, and, and just just oh. a quick note i i think yeah. I, I don't think we're too late honestly just because i feel like releases you know release day doesn't really get into full swing oh i i i was talking more about just because it, it, there are a couple channels that are already doing stuff like this um, oh okay. so yeah 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 I, I don't i think mainly release like once you hit mid to late like i think the 26th is gonna be a big release day and then from there you know oh yeah start to pick up uh, yeah. but yeah so just, but, just to start uh, off, know, those were two two big albums i really if, if, uh, if we're gonna call out stuff that have already come out uh there's one album that i listened to i really liked already it's called uh ring thing the band's called jaguar they're like a german like noise pop shoegazy type of band oh I gotta, um yeah it was a really cool little little listen like i i it just showed up in my newsfeed because i follow uh metacritic and um yeah it was it was cool it's, it's it was a fun listen it, it was um i mean obviously like when you get to that sort of sound like like it can be a little one-dimensional so like 
you know, it, it definitely reminds me a lot of, you know, like my bloody Valentine, but yeah, you know, I, I, I think there are some part, like th- there are some strange, like chord changes that they use that, you know, really make it their own. Um, mm-hmm. but still, still has a little bit one dimensionality about it. Um, the new Black Label Society album came out on Friday, uh, and I listened to that. I listened to two tracks from that, and uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I had enough, uh, just just like I predicted. Uh, but, you know, shout out to them for, for doing their own stuff for as long as they've been doing it. You know, if you want some solid, solid rock, you know, that, that that's like just hard rock, that's the place to go. Um, it didn't really resonate with me as much because of, you know, I, I, I just... I, I feel like I'm not as much in that demographic anymore as I yeah. used to be. Um, yeah, I'm always up for like some nice hard rock, but you know, like I think Black Label Society can sometimes push that a little bit, and they're like, they're, like it's, you know, how people think that like rock is sort of like dead now. Like I, I think, yeah. like they like Black Label Society is sort of like a good example of why, <laughs> in a way, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no shade intended. To the guys because I, I respect the hell out of Zach Wild and everybody on there. Um, yeah, great, great guitarist. But like it, it, it just it's very uh, you know to use that word again, one very one dimensional. You know. Yeah. In terms of its scope, you know. But again, if if that's something that you like, you know, if you like Zach Wild style, it's worth checking out. Uh, but now we're gonna talk about what January twenty sixth. Yes, the twenty yeah. sixth, uh, and, and there's actually quite a number of of albums coming out. Yeah. Um, I I, I picked out. Um, and I, I mean by that, you know, there's, there's a number of albums coming out that I can tell are, you know, important and people are going to like. Uh, I have four that I think... I, um, I have a bunch, but yeah. yeah. I have uh, but, four that I would consider... Because um, when, I, when I was putting down this, I wanted to... Um, I wanted to really pick the albums that, you know, in my, my mind frame, without go, looking it up, without, you know, doing any research, you know, I had seen advertised late last year early this year and I'm, I'm anticipating just you know on a day-to-day basis and mm-hmm. some of these albums I'm like I'm like man I'm really looking, for, looking forward to that coming out eventually um, so one is uh, Niels from all melody that's uh, coming out on the 26th uh, he, he kind of he's mainly piano driven modern classical he dips into ambient different electronic territory uh, he's pretty well regarded in, in what he does he is one of those um, there's actually uh, a relatively robust, um, you know, culture of modern classical that people don't. I, I mean, it's it's just not. It's not something people register on mm. um, necessarily because you know when you think of classical music nowadays, you think of you know film scores. You know, if if there's a classical piece or classical album that really gains traction, it's you know a movie soundtrack basically. Um, that's not always the case, but Niels Fromm is is one of those artists that has gained some level of you know indie recognition uh and i've never quite gotten into him just never really listened to him you know he's someone i knew i've been aware of and something i i try to do and i'm going to try to do better this year is really get into artists that i I, i've been meaning to listen to and now they have a new album that really gives me an excuse to check them out Mm. Uh, so you know I, i i'm i'm excited i don't know anything about this release i just know that you know, Niels Fromm has the reputation he has, and I really would like to, you know, give him a chance and see what he has to offer. That's, yeah, I, I, that definitely sounds cool. I'm always up for listening to some sort of modern classical music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd like to add uh, New Ages 
new album, Snares oh, Like a Haircut. Too, actually. Yeah. Um, which I, you know, like I've actually never listened to them. Um, uh, but you know, from what people say about them, they sound like a band that I'd be really into, like very like noise rock sort of experimental stuff. Um, you know, and the album cover is weird as hell, but, it's um, very bizarre, yeah. yeah, but I, I definitely want to check it out. Uh, just because it, it, it sounds like something that's right up my alley, right up both of our alleys. Um, yeah. Uh, I actually had them down for a different reason. I they have been a little a little weird for me. Is the the albums that have gotten a lot of praise I thought are kind of okay, and the albums that just have kind of gotten more tepid, you know, acclaim uh, I think are phenomenal. And I think they really touch on a lot of different areas, and sometimes they pull it off better than others. But you know, they really do have that noise rock core, and then sometimes they go into this really dream pop area. Um, their album, I think somewhere in between is what it's called. It has like crumpled up paper on the cover. It has some really beautiful, almost shoegazy melodies that feel different. Like they feel, you know, they have that atmosphere, but they also feel direct. Like it feels like an actual song and not just a, uh, you know, basically a collage of sounds. Um, so I'm really interested to see what they do on this one because their last album, which came out a few years ago, was very much okay. Um, and, you know, with, with the band being that kind of, you know, you know, hot, you know, hot and cold for me, I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do next. Cause they haven't really done the same exact thing every time. So mm. it gives me hope that maybe this time I'll, I'll enjoy it a bit more than I have their more recent output. Mm. Um, so for me, I had a couple of metal albums to round out the 26th. Uh, one is Mammoth Grinder. Yeah, I, the, 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 that's not mine too. Yeah, I, I don't know much about them except they really, you know, people have called them Death and Roll, you know, Crust Punk, you know, that th- that strain of hardcore punk that really leans on that, you know, HM2, Entombed Core kind of sound. Uh, and I'm really excited, you know, people I know who, who like this style and even people who are kind of lukewarm on it, you know, for the blog and other people I know. Uh, are pretty excited about it, so I'm looking forward to list giving a listen. Uh, and then, I, I, I mean, the band's called fucking Mammoth Grinder. I mean, how can you not I know. like that? <laughs> yeah, the great names. I love the the album art, and I'm really interested to, to get yeah. a listen. And the other one, which I'm very interested in, is uh, Portal. Ion. I I knew that was going to be the next one. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious to see how I feel about it because they were one of the first bands in kind of this new movement of like I guess what a lot of people have, have called like scronk or like that just weird cavernous you know off-kilter death metal that takes what bands like Incantation and Immolation have done where they're like a little bit angular a little bit more weird and just takes it in a whole different direction um, I thought their last album Vexavoid was was really really cool um, they just had some really suffocating, intense atmospheres, and it just was very bizarre. Um, but now that we have, you know, bands like Pieron, Ingurgitating Oblivion, Artificial Brain, John Froome, uh, there's a lot more, um, a lot more bands that are kind of doing this kind of weird death metal. So I, I, uh, I think Jimmy and I have talked about this before. I really don't listen to a lot of lead singles anymore. I like to hear an album as a whole. Um, preferably if it's something I'm looking forward to. 
Mm. Uh, so I'm interested to see how it stacks up to recent evolutions in the genre. Because I'm hoping it's not one of those things where, um, you know, the album is good on its own, but just because of you know everything else I've heard from the genre, it's just kind of, eh. you know, it's just it's just not not as enjoyable. That's kind of what's happened yeah. with me in black metal as a whole. You know, there's a lot of albums I listen to or find on Bandcamp or different labels I follow where you can tell it's good, but it's just not. It's just, it's just it, it does, doesn't really stack up. You know, yeah, like, it's just, I get it's you. It's kind of like I, I can get this from any number of albums that, that do it better. Yeah. So I, I'm and tentatively excited for it because I really do like what Portal Portal does, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, Portal's always been one of those bands along with like Piron that I, I've like always been meaning to get into, but just never, you know, actually done the <laughs> done like the uh, the work to actually listen to it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I I always hear great things about them. So, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um say so if I'm gonna I, I'm gonna add on one more metal uh album, uh Machine Head's Catharsis. Um I can't really say I'm the biggest Machine Head fan anymore. Uh, I used to adore them. Uh their album uh, Unto the Luca Unto the Locust that came out I think twenty twelve, I don't know, no, twenty eleven. Yeah, was, was a while uh, ago. Yeah, it was a while ago, but I, I, I still really enjoy that album. I think it's a great album. And their last one was I think Bloodstone and Diamonds, which was was okay. So I'm I'm pretty much expecting a, an okay from this. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be like, oh my god, amazing. But, you know, I want to give it its time because, you know, I, I think they're a good band. And, um, yeah, anything else you have for the 26th? Oh, that's actually all I have for January. Oh, well, uh, I have... I have February is a bit more robust, so I'll I'll, I'll let you yeah. take the floor and then we'll yeah uh, yeah well first one's uh, Ty Seagal's Freedom Freedom's Goblin oh um, yeah 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 I I've actually never really listened to Ty Seagal either um you know I heard really good things about Emotional Mugger I think you, you were pretty interested in that right I like Emotional Mugger I think he he's one of those artists that is he's more about quantity and quality yeah and all all of his albums are, are good like at the very least they're good but just there's he releases you know he releases stuff under his own name under different bands and, and whatnot uh so actually i was thinking about putting that on but i didn't put it on for that very reason it's just that uh i feel like it'll just be another you know good album yeah i i i, I don't really know what to expect from it so uh you know i'm just gonna go into it with a mm-hmm. somewhat open mind yeah. and try to get into it and then um the other here's another one that um maybe not a lot of people know uh quone uh fine dining is the album title and quone is the group um mm. if anybody who's listening has ever heard of orenda records out of la uh good for you orenda is one of the best cutting edge like avant-garde experimental jazz labels out there right now and um quone is i guess this project that has uh, a bunch of people who are usually on the label uh including the uh, the label's head uh daniel rosenboom on trumpet and uh it just sounds like uh, i i guess it's just like you know sort of like free improv um but I, i'm looking forward to it because I, I i really respect dan rosenboom a lot i think he's a really really talented musician so i'm i'm looking forward to seeing what he does here uh because you know over the last two years since i've been aware of orenda they, they've put out some really really interesting stuff so, um, I mean, it's, it's not, not all of it is for everybody. I can't say I've loved, you know, a hell of a lot of it, but there's always something that will make you want to re-listen to it. And that, that's why I'm looking forward to this one. Um, actually, and, I just looked it up and it's, it looks wicked interesting. Yeah. Uh, like, like the, the, the cover is a, a riff on, 
fell underground Nico, <laughs> yeah. which is just pretty cool. Um, and just some of the instruments, uh, you know, you have Brian Walsh clarinet, bass clarinet, contrabass clarinet, and then Daniel Rosenblum, the piccolo trumpet, which I have never, I've never heard of that. If I remember correctly, I want to say Don Cherry possibly played it. Oh, so so basically like a pocket trumpet. Uh, me, you know, I, I think I'm getting it mixed up with the pocket trumpet. I know that there, it's. I mean, it's. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a smaller trumpet. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> um, I assume yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Ooh, I that, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Me. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, well like, I I I was thinking about the name. And I'm like, where did they get that from? And I'm pretty sure it's from an episode of Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> as as strange as that is, that I, I can remember this exact episode that they're playing Scrabble and he's. Kramer comes up with the word quone. <laughs> like, quone isn't a word. No, no, of course it is. It's a verb, you know, to quone something. <laughs> oh, that's, that sounds very Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I'm I, a little psyched for it. Just like, you know, if, if I can reference Seinfeld at any moment, um, yeah. you know, I, I will I'll be happy. So but, speaking uh, of which, have, have you ever have you ever heard of uh, modern day Seinfeld? I think I have. It's a Twitter um, a Twitter account where yes. uh, whoever yeah. they, they tweet out like it's it's perfect perfectly updated like Seinfeld memes um, plots like like one of them is what's the name of the uh, the mailman I forget uh, Newman Newman it's yeah. like the plot is uh, Jerry brings his his new girlfriend to Newman's apartment and her phone automatically connects to his Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> just like wicked funny and then, and then there's one where it says um like you know george is complaining that he gave his phone to his, his girlfriend to look look at a picture and, and she swipes and it just says jerry voice like you don't swipe someone gives you your phone you don't swipe <laughs> just like just like so perfect that is oh. that is really great oh, i'm gonna geez. have to check that out now um <laughs> All right, so moving on to February, uh, I assume you have stuff because I only have one single artist for for or at least for February second anyway. Oh, I thought you were gonna say for all of February. I was like, really? No, um, no, no. Because no. uh, I, I have I have a ton for February. For the second, I have uh, Steve Reich. Yeah, uh, Pulse Quartet. That's the one that I have. That. So, um, so the interesting thing about classical music is that you know when the piece was composed when it was performed and then when it's released are often, you know, not yeah. even close to the same. Like, for example, these pieces were written and performed. Uh, one of them was in 2013, one of them was in 2015. I forget which one. Um, but I listened to... This I actually did... I was curious. Um, and I think I've mentioned this before about ambient music, but with Minimalism, you know, one of some of my favorite bands, like, uh, you know, William Basinski, The Next, stuff like that... Uh, what determines a really good album and a really bad album depends on that initial melody and how it evolves. Mm -hmm. And I think it was an excerpt from Pulse, I think. Uh, it sounded fantastic. You know, it was that typical yeah. like, really engaging, you know, uh, blissful melody that Steve Reich is, is known for, you know, music for 18 musicians and different pieces he's done. Yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm definitely, I'm with you there. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but yeah, I... Um... Uh, that that last album he put out, or at least uh, the last album I've seen of his out, um, organ phases, uh, was was really really cool as well. So you know, I I, I mean, you, you sort of know what you're expecting with with Steve Reich, but I, you know, mm. I, I'm I'm nonetheless excited for it because you know it it it, it always makes me think, and I, like like I don't think I've ever you know purposely stopped a Steve Reich album. Mm -hmm. Because I, it, you would think that 
I mean, knowing me and how fucking impatient I am, <laughs> that I, I would be like pausing and turn this thing off like nobody's yeah. business. But like, there's something so hypnotic about uh, about the way he writes music that I, I just have to listen to it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And uh, I, I'm gonna take this away from you because uh, it, or, do you have anything else for February second? That's it. Yeah, that's the only okay, one. Okay, so February sixteenth, I'm taking this from you. Uh, Laurie Anderson and the Cronus Quartet ah, come out with yeah. Landfall, uh, which we back back when uh, back when we were doing Heavy Vanguard, uh, me and Scott actually covered uh, Big Science, which is I I, I love that album it's and really uh, it's, great album. it's been a while since Laurie Anderson's actually put out something. So I'm really psyched for that. And have Cronus Quartet out of all people doing it is really cool. They're a very uh, very exciting, you know, yeah. interesting uh, modern quartet. And you know what's really weird is that this happens very often is when I get into an artist, whether, you know, something they released relatively recently or one of their classic albums, it seems like oftentimes they're released selling pretty soon after. Like when I first got into Scott Walker, that was right before they announced Soust uh, with Sun. Yeah. Um, and then... Which, well, which told, is a great album. I, I, yeah, like, I love Soust, it is. man. It, yeah, it didn't get as, uh, as much acclaim as I wish it did because it was kind of weird. Like it, it's one of those... Um, not, not that this is a great parallel, but it's kind of like Metallica and Lou Reed in a way with Lulu. Uh, only, only because, only because, only because, and I know I'm not saying the quality's there, but like, just kind of who's the album for? Yeah, because no, no, it's I, like I, I get you. Yeah, like Lou Reed's fans are probably gonna be like, I don't want to listen to this like half-ass thrash shit, and then you have like Metallica's fans who want them to do anything other than what the f- whatever the fuck they did. With yeah. That. I, um, so maybe I, that's why I, Seuss didn't get as much attention. I, I would actually disagree with that, just because I, I, I feel like if, if you're a fan of Sun, I feel like you listen to enough weird music that you'd be cool with Scott Walker. I can see that. I can. I, I think it might be the problem on the other end of the stick, because, you know, Sun is very... Oh, yeah. It's very but, specific. So people, like, artsy people who listen to... I mean, yeah, but, but, there, but, but I feel like I there know. is pro- a potential for more crossover. Oh, wait, did Bishbosh come out before Seuss? I'm pretty sure Bish Bosch came out in I think 2012, okay. and I'm pretty sure Seuss came out in 2014. Yeah, because like Bish Bosch has like some really really like extreme moments. Yes, that are, are very very metalish. Um, dare I say metallic <laughs> in in, uh, in uh, sonic quality? That uh, you know, I I I think you know, I, I don't know, I I but but nonetheless, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for. For this Laurie Anderson Kronos. Yeah, it's the same here. Um, you, you know, I, I had just, just gotten into, you know, just listened to Big Science for the first time last year, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then, lo and behold, here's a new album. So I'm, I'm very, very interested to see uh, what she's going to do with uh, with Kronos Quartet. Um, mm. And it, it, it's, thankfully, it's it's going to be here, you know, in less than a month. So, yeah. Um, yep. So just to jump back a little bit to the ninth. Uh, okay. I have an album by a young composer, uh, I guess reed player, because she does a number of different reed instruments, uh, Leah Bertucci, Metal Aether. Um, she, I, I bought, um, it, it's it's a French title, I, I forget, um, I forget what it's called, but I think she does a duet with a, like a cellist or a violist or something, and it's kind of modern avant-garde classical with you know electroacoustic elements and uh, she is always very interesting with what she does she released an album on it's a great 
uh, Burlington Vermont based label NNA tapes. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And she released an album last year where she uh, composed stuff for other people to perform. And this time she's actually performing, and it's um, her, it's alto sax and magnetic tapes, some electroacoustic instrumentation, and I'm really excited for it. Uh, you know, I, I I feel like um, everything I've heard from her has been has been really really interesting, and I'm looking forward to hearing her. Because um, it's it's always different to hear like you know a composer perform their own pieces versus have someone else perform them. Uh, mm. I feel like you always get a different um, a different flavor from that. Because uh, there was definitely a difference from hearing you know her perform pieces she she written, and then uh, some of the releases I've heard from her where you know other people performed her stuff. It just it felt a little you know n- just not not as much not as much conviction. So I'm looking forward to to hearing that album. Yeah, that that definitely sounds cool. I have to put that down. Um, and then uh, uh, I oh. kind of fucked myself over because th- these are not in numer- numerical order. So you you have anything? Okay, so you, all right. Well, I'm just gonna go then. Uh, yeah. New Harakiri for the Sky album, uh, Arson. Yeah, that, which, that looks pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, post black metal, right? Or like atmospheric black metal? Uh, I'm not as familiar with them, but I think yeah, like you know, uh, black black A's post black metal. Like, yeah, I uh, again, like, like I really haven't listened to them, so. Uh, but but they kind of like, like I just remember the guys on Heavy Blog were like obsessed with them, especially Simon. Um, so I you know I want to give that a shot. I'm always mm-hmm. up for like you know like because like, when black metal is good, it's really really good. Yeah. So you know, definitely look forward to that. Um, you got anything? <laughs> Uh, I'm on to the 16th, so... Oh, okay, yeah, I, th- th- uh, that was the 16th. Okay, yeah. so I guess you touched on Laurie Anderson. Um, ooh, uh, I'm just going to um, list these two briefly and then get to the one I'm really looking forward to for the 16th. So yeah. uh, there's this band called Loma, self-titled. Um, they kind of were an ambient slowcore band. Uh, they had a really interesting... Uh, or at least the description sounded really interesting. So it, it, it's kind of like ambient rock and ambient folk that might be interesting. Uh, I haven't really loved... It's on Sub Pop. I haven't loved the Sub Pop release in a while, which is interesting, because I think they've released some really interesting albums. So I'm interested to do that. And then Adaraxi on Dark Descent. Dark Descent's a great black and death metal label, and Adaraxi, where all hope fades, it's uh, Death Doom that looks... Uh, first track was pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing that. But the big album on the 16th I'm looking forward to is Ott, Room Inside the World. I, I actually have that down, too. I, I've Again, I've never listened to Ott. And it, it, it's funny. It's like I'm like I'm listening to all the stuff I've listened to. Like, God, I'm such a plebe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ott is, yeah, they are they kind of an art punk, post-punk band. Um, and what's pretty incredible about their career is that they've just consistently improved. Just, just each. I mean, they only have a few albums under their belt, um, and they've just consistently gotten better with each one. Uh, they really have, you know, they take the talking heads, talking heads isms, um, into their sound, but it's more of you know an added element and not really, you know, they're not ripping on their style. They have their own unique voice, and the lead single from this came out, I think, like late last year. Um, was really really good you know it was, it was catchy it was interesting and i'm just i'm just really excited for this this album like uh, this is one of my most anticipated albums of the year just it, it, uh, they they've only been getting better and the new single just makes me think that they're they're really just gonna blow it out of the park with this one yeah i'm i'm definitely psyched to listen to it so 
Uh, you have anything else for February? Because I've I've one more. Um, but uh, I I just listed off a few, so you go. I I, I yeah. have a few more for February actually. Yeah, so. I I just have one more for February, and then I'll leave it to you. Uh, just Turnstile. They're like a sort of like a hardcore band. Yeah. Uh, Time and Space is the album. Um, again, like you know, could be good. Who knows? <laughs> You should you should do PR for some of these bands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just, like, like yeah, dear the needle drop. Like my my band might be good, maybe. <laughs> Please uh, review us and give us a ten. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very. Uh, oh geez, you're funny. Um, so I'm realizing how much I have for for February. Actually, I think February is gonna be a good good month for me. Um, so right off the bat, so these are for the twenty third. Um, Travis LaPlante is releasing, uh, of course I didn't write down the drummer's name, that's my fault. It's a collaborator he, uh, worked with, um... God, you're just the worst. <laughs> on, I know, I'm pretty bad. But it's, it, the name of the duo is Subtle Degrees, and the album's called A Dance... A Dance The Empties? Yeah, that's not right. I think it's probably A Dance That Empties. I, I don't um, know, man. Avant-garde artists always use weird names like that, so... Yeah, I'm not... I got to look that up, because I feel like I just... <laughs> like, um, I, do, do you remember, remember the uh, the OCs album from, like, 2016? It was, like, like and Weird Exits. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was bizarre. Um, <laughs> but but Travis, Travis LaPlante is one of my favorite um, modern saxophonists. He has done some great stuff, you know, on his own, uh, as well as, you know, some collaborations. He did a great uh, free improv uh, duet album with uh, Peter Evans, who's a modern trumpeter. And most notably, he leads the saxophone quartet Battle Trance, uh, which is one of my my favorite modern groups of any genre. They're they're phenomenal. Is Um, he part of uh, Little Women? Too. He is. Yes, yeah. thank you. I was I knew I was missing one. He's also part of Little Woman, which is a great modern kind of free jazz uh, I think quartet. Um I Yeah, think I, want, I wanna say that. They're they're a great, great group. Uh they were one of the first modern free jazz artists I or no, you know, avant-garde jazz artists that I listened to, and they're they're pretty crazy. Mm. Um But he this is him doing an you know, avant-garde jazz, minimalism, modern class, you know, touching on a lot of the elements he's drawn into his sound with a drummer so i'm hoping to get um you know one of my favorite jazz albums is intercellar uh space yeah Uh, i love just like you know just just great sax and drumming and just like that 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 you know intricate connection uh between the two so i'm really really looking forward to that album uh yeah intercellar space is underrated you know? it, it is so underrated because uh, yeah. you know I, when I was getting into Coltrane, you know, I, I heard you know a little bit about it, but not too much. And then when I when I found it at Bull Moose, I was just blown away. Oh yeah, um, yeah. So then I have a few more for February, two yeah. more for the twenty third, one for the the twenty eighth. Um, uh, so the first one, I'm very very interested in this one. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I'd say I'm more so interested uh, just just because I find it an intriguing combination. It's uh, Kijé Haino in Sumac. I'm absolutely pronouncing that incorrectly, and I, f- I apologize. Wait, like S- um, Sumac, like the uh, like the Aaron Turner project? Yeah, the Aaron Turner project. Um, huh. So the name of the album is, uh, and forgive me, I know this is this is a little bit. This is probably is the most pretentious album album title I've heard this year so far. I know it's early, but American Dollar Bill, keep facing sideways. You're too hideous to look at face on. 
Uh, that's that's the name of the album, by the way. Like, <laughs> just wait till Mark Kozlek comes out with something. I, Don't worry. <laughs> no, I know he'll he'll beat it. Or, um, or Fiona Apple. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Um. So so like, as Jimmy mentioned, Sumac is um a supergroup of sorts. It's Aaron Turner of Isis. He is uh, really big in the underground metal scene. He's done some. Uh, some different projects here and there. He's also known, he and his wife have this project called Mammifer. They do this kind of ambient, dark ambient kind of experimental stuff, which is cool. But obviously he's most known for doing ISIS. And then it's him. It's the bassist from Russian Circles, which I, forgive me, I don't know his name. Yeah. Uh, and the drummer from Baptist, which is a, uh, a hardcore band. Just kind of, kind of like your standard Southern Lord kind of metalcore, hardcore, you know, you know, trap them, converge style worship. Mm. Um, and they've come together for uh, so far two really great. Um, well, I mean, technically, isn't it like four for for Sumac? Yeah, like, like wasn't their last album like? Didn't they release like? Oh no, I'm, I'm thinking of Old Man Gloom. Um, yeah, no, yeah. For Sumac yeah. has only released. They released two albums, both of which are. Um, they kind of take a moodier approach to Isis's sound with a bit more of a leaning on Celestial. It's a lot sludgier, a lot heavier, um, and I've really enjoyed it. But what's interesting about this is that they're collaborating with uh, Kaiji Haino, and again, I'm, I'm sorry I'm mispronouncing that, and he's an experimental Japanese artist who's dabbled in rock, free improv, noise, you know, psychedelic music, minimalism, drone, like a lot of these experimental styles. And I'm very, very intrigued to hear how those two you know those these two artists are gonna collaborate um and you know what kind of sound that's gonna bring forth so i'm very very Mm. interested in that um and then the last two i have for february one is 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 by a band called adt i hadn't heard of i i i you know found it while you know searching for new albums and the lead track really really grabbed me it's uh, the album's called insecurities and it's basically avant-garde jazz fusion. It's like this really weird, you know, off-kilter jazz fusion that uh, the first track really gripped me, and I'm look, really looking forward to to hearing what the rest has to offer. And the final one is by an artist called uh, Tereke. It's uh, improvisational loops. Uh, it's it's just a really, really, you know, I've said many times before that you know the melody makes ambient music, and the leads lead tracks that they've released for this this album just are gorgeous so i'm really really looking forward to hearing it in full and that's coming out i think on the 28th um so yeah so i guess february is kind of stacked for me yeah dude that, that that sounds like a great lineup yeah, yeah. Um, oh I, I forgot to add one from january um i totally skipped over it by accident orphan land um on some prophets and dead messiahs i've never been a huge orphan land fan but um i always like giving their stuff a little bit of a try because yeah. they, they, they do have a really cool sound mm-hmm. uh you know just considering you know just it, like i i feel like not enough metal bands from around the world use their own cultures music in their music and i really like how orphan land does that mm-hmm. um and they they do it in a way that that really works so really psyched for that uh march i actually only have two so or no no wait i don't have to only have two but but already kidding me i i I, see i on my notes i have them like march 2nd march 9th march 23rd so i'm only looking at them at like 
those ones, but um, mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to do my two for March 2nd. Uh, Moby's uh, Everything Was Beautiful, Nothing Hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a big Moby fan, but um, and I, for, for, from from what the news has said, he might be legally insane at this point. Yeah, um, he's, yeah, he's, he's having a little, he's a little yeah, interesting time right but, now. But but um, I you know I I, I still want to give it a try, and you know Kurt Vonnegut reference will always get me. So um, you know I'm so we'll we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, oh. the second one is uh, Rolo Tomasi's uh, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It, which I haven't listened to Rolo Tomasi in years. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think they're they're a solid band. So I really, you know, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm kind of saying what, you know, that with Moby, I think my mom, when we were younger, played that one collaboration he did with Gwen Stefani a lot. And like that <laughs> song's fine. Uh, but other than that, I don't know much about him, and obviously he's he's been having some interesting, some interesting rants in the news lately. Yeah, but um, I, what, what's that Moby album that he's really? What's that album that he's really known for? Um, uh, I think like it's called like Play. Or yeah, something. yeah, it's Play because I remember trying yeah. to listen to that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, he's yeah he's he's a it's okay. Was um, not my thing at all. Yeah. Um, and Roll Tomasi, I, yeah, I think I think they're good. I'm, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan, but I think that they're me either. They're 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 a solid solid band for sure. Yeah. Um, for the second for me, I only have one. It's uh, the Men with Drift. They're a longtime Sacred Bones band. They've kind of been one of the core, um, you know, uh, core acts on the label. Yeah, yeah, core acts on the label that that's just kind of been there since the beginning, seemingly. Uh, and they've they've jumped around quite a bit too. Uh, they've done some kind of more you know folksy rock sounds. They've always have that you know that noise rock edge, kind of that experimental indie rock area. Their last album w- was was phenomenal. It was really aggressive. Uh, reminded me a lot of old time religion, um, which are a great, oh yeah, yeah. A, a great kind of like avant avant ish rock like folk freak folk type type band. Uh, they had a lot of cool saxophone parts on the album that really fit in very well. So I'm very interested to see what they do from here because they have really done. They kind of are like some of the other rock bands we've mentioned today, like like No Age and whatnot, that just jump around. That they haven't been, they haven't been consistent. Um, and I don't mean that in terms of quality. Just like they haven't been consistent in their sound, which means that for me, sometimes the experiment pulls off really well, and other times it's just kind of okay. So their last album was uh, I think called Devil Music, and that went went really really well, like really aggressive experimental noise rock with with some sax, um, you know, placed you know perfectly. It wasn't overused, wasn't you know didn't feel you know just kind of shoehorned in. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that they build on that sound and kind of go down that route because I really like that sound. I hope that they stay a bit more consistent this time around just kind of build off of what they did so well last time yeah okay um i think you said that that was it for march 2nd for you yeah the rest for me are the ninth yeah so, so you wanna um away. okay so i i i know which i know you're probably gonna want to talk about david burns so i'll leave that to you uh <laughs> do you have ministry on yours i don't chance? No. okay so so ministry's new album america can't 
uh, with with three Ks. Um, oh God! Comes out on March 9th, and yeah. uh, I, I really haven't listened to New Ministry. Um, I'm a really really big fan of Psalm 69. Like that, that's one of my favorite albums ever. So you know, I I I I have faith that you know uh, Al Jorgensen can you know do something cool. Um, I, I'm just you know. But I think given this, I, I'm pretty sure this isn't going to be something I'm going to be a huge fan of just because his politics can sometimes get in the way of the music. Um, but, you know, I, I still want to try it out because Ministry is, you know, a really important band for me. But um, this one, this next one, I am really psyched for. I've been uh, I've been waiting for years, actually, for this album to finally come out. Uh, Miles Kennedy's Year of the Tiger. And uh, for those who don't know who Miles Kennedy is, he was actually the lead singer of um, Alter Bridge. I guess he still is uh, the hard rock band featuring Mark Tremonti from um, from Creed, which I mean is not really probably doesn't for those who aren't totally turned off from that. He's he's a great singer. I I love his voice, but I really got into him when he was on um, he was on Slash's solo records. And um, he just has this this just amazing, amazing voice. And, uh, you know, he's been teasing this album for a long time now. And I'm really psyched that it's finally coming out. So I, I'm, I'm really, really happy that I'm finally going to get to hear this. I don't really know what it's going to be. It could be a little bit folky or country or whatever. But, you know, I think whatever he does, I think, you know, as long as his vocals are still, like, in top notch, I think I'll still be happy with it. Mm-hmm. So really happy for that. Nice. Yeah. Um, David yeah, Byrne for you, so right? I'm trying to figure out which one I want because I have three for the ninth. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll start with Byrne because you know you have some you have some probably some thoughts on that too. So obviously David yeah. Byrne, um, Talking Heads, uh, really needs no introduction if you're you know familiar with with you know, some of them some of them some of the biggest rock albums of of the the 80s and whatnot um, coming from from the Talking Heads and, and really, you know, helping to, to push art rock forward and push rock forward. Um, so kind of that legacy alone has me excited for, you know, this new solo album again. Uh, he's known for being, you know, conceptual in a way and, and just just really you know, well, uh, well thought out albums. So I really do want to listen to this in full, but it's uh, American Utopia. So... Um, I I think I think he'll have a somewhat more subtle approach to because obviously he's going to comment on you know the state of the world. Uh, I don't yeah. think that's that's much of a surprise. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit more subtle than Ministry, like you mentioned. I think Ministry, yeah. Ministry's take is a bit of <laughs> a bit overt. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, I'm I'm really interested to see what he's going to do because I haven't uh, obviously you know I I, I like Talking Heads. Um, I really liked his collaboration with uh, St. Vincent, but I haven't listened to a ton of David Byrne other than that. Um, so I'm looking forward to kind of diving into a solo album and yeah, seeing I, what I'm, he has to offer. I'm with you there. I, I actually really haven't listened to that collaboration with St. Vincent, so I really I really haven't listened to like any David Byrne except for um, you know My Life in the Bush of Ghosts, which, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he doesn't even sing on it, so... Um, yeah, and I, I guess Brian Eno is guesting on at least one track on uh, this new one. So, you know, it, it'll be cool to see what, what shows up. And uh, is it, that's all you have for March 9th? Uh, I have a or, couple more. Oh, no, wait, wait. wait um, you, you, you have two more, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So do, do you have any more for, for March you want to do first? Let, let, let them fly, man. All right. I have... Um, uh, this is kind of a weird one because I don't know I don't know what to expect. They they had a really interesting um, trajectory of their career. They're, they're, they're pretty new. It's uh, Young Fathers, and the album is Coco Sugar. Um, oh, that's coming out? Nice. Coming out. Uh, I, just, I just saw them share it, uh, I think, this week, if not... Um, late last week, but um, they they started out as an experimental hip hop group. They released a couple of EPs, you know, Needle Drop, and different people were were excited about because they kind of did, um, you know, weird avant garde ish take, abstract take on hip hop. Um, and then suddenly, in I'm pretty sure it was twenty, it was either twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. I think it was twenty fifteen. They released uh, White Men or Black Men Two. Um, yeah. which was was just completely um, I don't want to say 180 but it, it was it was some type of dimensional turn um, because yeah. they, they made basically it was uh, a pop album a rock and roll album it, it, it was just kind of straightforward um, songwriting in a way but it was very very catchy and engaging and well written and, and just soulful the singing was beautiful the writing was was very, um, you know, punchy and and catchy and just just very. It caught me by surprise. You know, I, I didn't I didn't love their two EPs that really got them in the map, and then this album really took it in a different direction. So I'm guessing based on the, um, I think I listened to one of the singles that it was released as a standalone before they announced the album. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to go further in that direction. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what what they're going to do with it. Um, yeah, I I heard great things about white men or black men too, and like I uh, I really want to see what they can do with this album. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, I I mean it, it's it's something that I was actually hoping might come out this year, and and here we are. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. And then the last one I have for March is Hadeon by Pestilence. Uh, Pestilence is. Um, they're one of those kind of quote unquote important death metal bands that um, I, I think there's this phenomenon in music kind of called Overlooks Classics which sounds kind of uh, contradictory but they're when you ask someone you know what are some you know phenomenal classic death metal albums you know they'll name off you know Cannibal Corpse Deicide Suffocation Morbid Angel you know, Morbid Angel stuff like that there's albums that they'll list off that you know are pretty obvious and then you say well what about this then they'll be like oh yeah that's a classic too and like it's, it, it won't it, it's not the first thing that'll come to their mind but if you say mm. it's a classic they'll be like oh absolutely and pestilence have released uh, a couple of those in their career uh they're more recent because they actually haven't this isn't a comeback album necessarily they've released a couple in of albums in the 2010s and late late 2000s uh that didn't really receive that much warm reception i haven't heard them because uh, I've never been the big. I, I think that uh, leg, uh, I think Testimony of the Ancients, the Legacy of the Ancients. I forget the name of the album. It's pretty good. Um, but the lead single of this sounds like they really are trying to do something fresh. The lead single is very um, al- almost taking in the vein, like doing what they were doing, but having a type of gore gutsian revival where they're trying to really double down on the experimental side, uh, which is commendable for a band that's that's pretty old at this point. Especially in the, you know in the grand scheme of metal um, metal bands, 
so I'm interested to see how it how it turns out. Um, I mean, I don't have huge expectations, but this is one of the first um, major death metal releases to be broadcast this year. Mm. So we'll see. Uh, that's all I have for March. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I have I have two more to add. Um, Jack White's new solo album, Boarding House Reach, comes out on the twenty third. And uh, I, I'm actually, I, d- despite hearing a lot of um, lukewarmness about the lead single for this thing, I'm actually really excited because uh, Jack White's solo material has been really, really good. I've been a really, really big fan of it. Um, you know, and I, 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 I'm, I'm interested to see what he does next. Um, but do you say anything? No, I, I like, yeah, I like Jack White. I like White yeah. Wipes and, and what he's done. Uh, I'll, I'll probably check it out. I didn't check yeah. out his. I think was it Blunderbuss? Well, what was the the big album that that sold really well? Like, yeah, but Blunder it? Blunderbuss was was his yeah. first solo album, and then uh, Lazaretto was the second. Which they're both really good. Um, uh, and then the next one is I I don't know whether I would count this as a 2018 album or not, but there's a Miles Davis John Coltrane uh, live album. Oh, that cool. is being released that um you know i i'm really not sure uh you know i, I really want to listen to it because they they're both you know very very near and dear to my heart um but you know it, 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 this could just be like oh another you know sort of live album it could be another jazz album like you know it it, it has the potential to just be like oh posthumous material that maybe should have just stayed you know in the archives yeah uh but you know uh, who the, who the hell knows? They, they, this might really surprise me. Um, I mean, like, there, there's no doubt there's going to be some great, great musicianship on it. But I'm wondering how far they're going with this. Yeah. Because um, I just I'm trying to even think of the last time they even toured together. I thought was like kind of blue. So it, yeah, who, who knows? Yeah. Um. So on April, well, you have anything for April or? I only have a couple, and actually, that's the last month that I uh, that I have from for anticipated releases. You know, one, once you reach quarter two, uh, it starts to slow down until you know you get closer to to, to you know the middle of the year. Yeah, I think it's um, true. Because e- even though there has been a trend of announcing albums like pretty far in advance, there still are you know a number of albums that really don't get announced until uh, you know the year of like I, we're not going to see a lot of uh like follow-up boy situations where <laughs> I, I i don't i don't remember the months because i don't really care about this album but they announced it like mid to late last year and it's yeah it, it was it was like possibly it could have been like august or september of last year yeah and that, it's coming that they out announced it in like february or march or something i know uh, I, I think i think it just came out this past week oh did it yeah yeah i i, I to be honest have not <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, single, I, yeah oh my god that, that, lead single single was that was so awful. bad yeah, and, um, and I mean, I, I, I count myself, like, I, I love Infinity on High. I, yeah. I adore that album, so, like, I, I really want to give Fall Blood the benefit of the doubt, but that lead single, man, I can't get past that. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really bad. Um, um, but for April, I have a, I do have two albums. Uh, uh, Daniel Avery, a Song for Alpha. It's, uh, again, another one that Neil Drop shouted out his last album quite a bit. He said it was really good well done house music i like deep house um and i am a big fan of house music i really like uh kind of more thoughtful dance music in a way mm. that, that, that kind of has some staying power uh one of my favorite 
dance albums of the last few years was uh, Leon Vinahal. Um, uh, I think it was called Rogus. And that had, you know, some really dance-worthy, like, nice big hooks, but it was very, very well-written and meticulous. It's the main reason I, I love Disclosure. Their debut settles so much, as I think they're really good at that. Um, so I am very much looking forward to giving that a try. And then the second album I have for April is Mouse on Mars, Dimensional People. Yep. I yeah. I have I, never... I have, the Mouse on Mars is a name I'm, I know, I'm familiar with. Never listened to them. Um, which I feel like I should rectify, which is why I'm looking forward to this one. And this, the other reason I'm looking forward to it is the guest list on this is is, is pretty pretty stacked. Uh, he has tracks with Bonnie Bear, um, uh, the, the National, and Beirut, which are, are three you know pretty uh, pretty unique and different um, indie artists that you know approach doing you know indie rock and and, and folk and stuff like that in different ways. Uh, and I'm interested to see how it'll go into what Mouse on Mars does. It's funny, like like I'm I'm I was actually really psyched for this album until I I saw the guest list. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's I I mean it's not because I'm not a big fan of any of those groups. It's it's more like I think Mouse on Mars does great material on their own. Um, you know I I really like Ihora Tahiti. Uh, like I think that's a great album. So you know I I, I just you know. I, I sort of wanted to hear something new from them that was just them. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know... I, I know I, that feeling, for sure. Yeah, I... So, despite being a little disappointed with that, I, I, I'm i still open, because I, you know, I think Miles and Mars is a really, really underrated, like, IDM band um, that they definitely deserve more attention. So, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, maybe they'll be getting it finally. And um, my... Oh, oh, I have one left for uh april 20th uh kimbra's primal heart um which i don't really know a whole lot about kimbra i think she's like sort of like a pop artist but mm-hmm. i get i guess she doesn't like a lot of left field stuff so um you know gonna give that a try <laughs> and uh that, that that's all i have do you have anything left that's it yeah all right well so uh well, let's we'll, we'll, we'll go quickly through uh, what we're really hoping is coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, uh, for you, sure. Like, we, we won't switch back and forth. We'll just do them all. We'll just list them all. Um, so you, you want to go ahead for it? Yeah, so I have... Uh, one of the things I, I like about uh, you know engaging with new music and, and, and seeing what comes out is truly that. Just, just kind of seeing what comes my way. Artists that... you know I mentioned a number of artists here that um, you know I've heard of before but never really listened to and now is a good opportunity... Uh, but there are a few artists that you know I just kind of have been thinking in the back of my head, like, man, I really want to hear a new album from them. And one of them is an artist I, I mentioned briefly when talking about uh, Daniel Avery is uh, Disclosure. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, I love their debut Settle, which came out in 2013, uh, I think, either 2013 or 2012, I forget. Um, and then their follow-up Caracal was not great. Uh, was just really a, a big step back, big disappointment. Had some great songs on, but overall, wasn't a great album. They're recording something now, or they're writing, they're in the process. I really hope that they come out with something that goes back to what made Settle so successful. Um, kind of ditches the, the slower R&B jams that were not well done and goes back to their really interesting, uh, well-written house. Uh, I'd love to see a new Mayhem album. They usually take uh, a decent amount of time between each release. I think 
it's been about four years. I think their last album came out in 2014. Uh, Psychic Warfare or Esoteric Warfare, um, which which was a good album. They've definitely perfected the art of making relatively straightforward black metal with enough of an edge to stand out and really remain interesting. Um, and I, I love Attila Shazar's vocals, so I'm hoping that they continue with that. Uh, speaking of Attila Shazar, I hope that Sun releases uh, another album. I, I liked Canon a lot. I thought it was different for them. Um, but I really would like them to release something a little bit longer and more in-depth. I mean, I, I loved the sound and the approach of Canon, but it was a little short. Um, mm. And it definitely was something that was based around a concept and based around a certain focus, which made, lent it... To, you know, it made it so that it made more sense that it was short, but I would like to have something a bit longer and beefier. Um, what's interesting is that... That would be la- cool. Yeah, last year, a lot of artists that I had been looking forward to released albums. You know, I really wanted a new Converge album, got it. New St. Vincent, got it. Um, um, I'm trying to think. You know, I, those are the ones I wrote down. I'm trying to just... Uh, uh, I guess Scott Walker would be phenomenal. I, it's, it's, really, yeah, really difficult to, it's really difficult to gauge with him. You know when things are going to come out. Uh, he's done a lot more recently. Obviously, he released Bish Bosh, I think, in either 2012 or 2013. Yeah, uh, and then he released the debut with or the the collaboration with Sun. Sun, Zeus. and then and then and he then did he soundtrack a, a soundtrack too. for a movie with Robert Pattinson, which is is always is kind of an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, so maybe maybe this you know spurred activity. He's getting some more attention because of Bish Bosh and different things. Uh, maybe that'll be uh, maybe that'll be. An indication of him um, doing some interesting things and actually putting them on on record. Um, yeah, and that, I guess cool. the last one that I can think of right off the bat is uh, Death Heaven. Uh, I loved Sunbather. I loved Rose to Judah, and then Sunbather was was even better in, in my opinion. Uh, I did not like New Bermuda. Uh, well, okay, I didn't. Not that I didn't like it. It just it was it was very very like aggressively okay. Um, they really tried for a more metal sound, like pretty straightforward, and I don't think it went over well. I think it was yeah. very much okay. A lot of the riffs were very basic, very which it works. You know when they do their atmospheric black metal, like black gaze, shoegazy stuff, the more simple songwriting works because of the effects they put on, and they write some really engaging melodies. But when they were just doing pretty straightforward, simple metal riffing, it just sounded very bland. It just didn't didn't have what what worked for them. So I'm hoping they come back with something that really does showcase what they what they do well. Yeah, um, that would be cool. Um, yeah, and that, that, I, that's, that's that's really all I all I have. Those are the ones that I'm, I'm most looking yeah. forward to. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, um, MGMT is coming out with a new album this year oh, uh, cool. called Little Dark Age. They're okay. another band that I've always wanted to, because you know I, I love that song Kids, but I yeah. really don't know much else. Kid, about Kids them. is great. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really I, I really want to hear this thing because I I I actually I don't know if I've ever listened to their. In, their first album entirely, but I, I really like a lot of the tracks off of it. Um, so you know, I it'd be cool to see what what they what they do this year with it. Being, and th- this has been coming for a long time now, so um, I, yeah, I'm I feel, definitely. I feel like yeah, that's that's it. an album that people have been like when people do like their most anticipated albums list. That, yeah, that's one that like people always include is you know another MGMT album. So. Yeah, but uh, besides that, I have a. a Pretty a little little big of a list, uh, so you know, just j- jump in when you want. 
Um, I think first thing, I mean, these are in alphabetical order just because it's easier. Uh, mm-hmm. Allison Chains. I'm really, I, I, I love Allison Chains. They're one of my favorite bands. And um, I thought they were going to come out with something last year, and they did not. And uh, it's so, I'm thinking this year. Um, you know, I, I'm really interested to see what, what they have, you know, because they, I, you know, I, I was a little lukewarm about their last album, The Devil with Dinosaurs here, um, at first, but it really grew on me really fast. And, uh, there, there were some killer riffs in that album, like there, there's this track called, uh, I think it was Hung from a Hook that was just like, oh my God, it was so good. Um... Yeah, so aside for that, uh, Ant Mask, the band featuring uh, Cedric oh, yeah. and um, yeah. uh, well, what's his name? Um, I know Cedric Zavala, but um, the other dude from Mars Volta, who I can't remember now. Um, yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> don't you, don't uh, you just oh, hate yourself? That's like really embarrassing because like, yeah, oh, about oh, how much oh, we oh, Omar Rodriguez Lopez. Yes, thank uh, you. yeah. I, so featuring them, it's a little. Um, it, it, it it's almost like if at the drive-in did alt rock instead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they their new album is called uh, "Saddle on the Atomic Bomb," but they still haven't had a release date for it, and it's been or it's been announced like since like last year. Yeah. So um, I'm not really sure when that's i don't if that even shows up um the armed uh are supposed to be due for a new album and uh for those who don't know they're like a really really insane mathcore metalcore type of band uh they put out their first album for free um when it came out i think what, it was 2015 it, it, it's it the called? one with that picture of like the guy smoking who has like david bowie makeup basically oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um so i i i would really like to hear a new armed album, uh, Barshaskath. They're a uh, Scottish black metal band who I almost single-handedly got me into black metal. Um, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I, I still, I still love their their last album, Ophidian Hypnosis, is like such a great album, and uh, they're due for a new album this year. They, they've they've teased it a little bit, so I'm really, I'm I'm really, really, really hoping that they do something this year. Uh, Behemoth too. Oh, yeah. They've been apparently recording, so I, maybe we can have something this year. Uh, I mean, the, the Satanist was amazing. Uh, like, one of the best metal albums of the decade. Like, without a doubt. And uh, so, you know, I, but I think with Nurgle's, um, Nurgle's solo album, I don't really know how that's going to come into play with with everything else. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that already came out, though, so who knows? But uh, Danny Brown is supposed to come out. Oh, or yeah. he's he's been rumored yeah. to have something, uh, and he's he said that it's with a legendary producer. So uh, I don't really know who oh, that, yeah, that who that's supposed to mean. Um, I, I I think it I think it's going to be Madlib, but um, you never know with with Danny Brown. So because uh, he has a lot of odd connections with people, so um, you know. It, I, I definitely like Atrocity Exhibition was was such a great album and uh, so oh, God, I it was great yeah that, I, I'd like to see what he'd do that's something that I think could be really good but also um, because it would be cool to hear a Madlib collaboration but on the same time Madlib has a very specific style 
Mm. Um, and I know he, did, you know, he's done some weird stuff on Mad Villainy, and some of the other beats he's done have been a little out there, but just not on the level that Danny usually does. So not that I don't yeah. think Mad Lib could reach that level, but just that's not really his typical wheelhouse. Well, I mean, I, I'm um, just I'm just trying to think of of legendary producers. Yeah, but you know, like in terms of modern yeah. relevant legendary producers, uh, kind of there's a short list, and Mad Lib's at the top. So I, I mean, agree just, that it, it makes Dre, sense. But I, but, but I don't, would be I don't very really see. Odd. I yeah. I don't see Danny doing something on like the West Coast, really, like because mm-hmm. his stuff really doesn't have a coast to it. Yeah, I mean, but, he's, like, he's, it's, he's, it's just, he is from Detroit. Yeah, he's from and, Detroit, but you know, like maybe it, his he's stuff in is with, just so his own. Yeah, I mean, he's he's yeah. he toured with. I think he supported Eminem on a few of his big dates relatively recently, and uh, you know they have that connection. And obviously, Dre and Eminem are tight, so maybe. Although, I mean, Dre really didn't even produce a lot for his most recent solo album, so I don't. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but basically, I don't, I don't really know who it could be. <laughs> Yeah, but so I am yeah, but nonetheless looking forward. To nobody it. knows. Um, John Cale from the Velvet Underground is supposedly working on solo material. Really? Uh, that yeah, that'd oh, be cool to hear. Uh, which I really haven't listened to. I think he does have solo material, but I just haven't really listened to it. Um, Carcass is uh, you know due for something because uh, the last thing was Surgical Steel back in what like 2015, 2014. I think it. I think it was 2013. It oh, was really? A, it, yeah. It so, a, so let me look it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since Carcass has done something. So, um, you know, I'm sort of expecting them to do something. I wasn't really a big fan of Surgical Steel, but um, I, you know, I, I I like to keep the band on my radar. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, it came out in 2013, and uh, I, I agree. It was it was good. Um, I think it was one of those albums for me that just is a solid. This is good. You know. Yeah. Like, I, I there's really not much about it that I found like bad. Um, but it just wasn't, you know, it wasn't the level of hard work. Um, but I think that might just be them, you know, kicking the rust off. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually glad you're actually reminding me of a lot of. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, j- j- just you wait, man. Um, yeah. Because I'm really psyched for this one. I really, really hope this comes out this year. Is um, George Clinton announced a solo album to be oh. released on Brain Feeder with nice. Flying Lotus producing, oh, which. Geez. I think would be fucking amazing because it like be. you know the only thing weirder than Flying Lotus is George Clinton. Oh hey, mm-hmm. th- th- there we go. Flying Lotus and Danny Brown. That would there be we go. Cool. That, that would I think that would, would be, be fucking really awesome. interesting. Yeah, um, and I, think I would that's love totally that. Possible. Uh, but but George Clinton, I would really like to see George Clinton's solo album. Uh, just considering that you know he was on uh, To Pimp a Butterfly, so it's not like he's completely out of the public eye. Yeah. So I I think that'd be really cool. Um. Zach De La Roca is supposedly releasing a solo album at some point, and he released the first single for it last year, and it was really cool. Um, I'd really like to see because he, he's he's one of my favorite rappers, definitely. Um, you know, and he has such a unique uh, flow and unique voice. So I'd really like to see what he has to do, and I think you know, I, I think he could tackle a lot of like the modern political landscape really for well sure. because I, sure. I I think his his way of doing that is. I've always found it to be very visceral and very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely, I'm psyched for that. Um, Doom Starks, you know, the duo, you know, featuring MF Doom and uh, Ghostface Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I, th- there's not a lot of, of evidence, but there might be something from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who the hell knows? Because like Doom's been really weird, like for the past year. Um, like, you know, he had like an adult single, uh, adult swim singles thing that he ended up canceling. And, uh, you know, so I'm really not sure what 
what he's up to. But um, let's see. Next one. Oh, Flying Lotus slash Captain Murphy. Because Flying Lotus was actually supposed to come out with something last year. But I think he was focused more on his movie Cuso, which I still haven't yeah. seen. I really want to see it because it's supposed to be disgusting and horrifying. <laughs> um, and I, I'm all about that stuff. So, but either that or, um, you know, Captain Murphy is supposed to have like a debut album at some point because he really only has that mixtape duality, which is, uh, which is pretty cool, by the way. It was interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It's definitely cool. Listen, so I'd really like to see what, you know, th- he might do there. Uh, yeah. Guns of Roses. I, I, I'm not really sure what to think because, um, y- you know, like I, I, they've been talking about that. They've been in the studio or something like that. And um, I, I I wouldn't mind listening to that. I wouldn't mind seeing what what, what that's all about. Um, here, here's the one that's really been pissing me off, uh, and you know this one very well. Jizz's Dark Matter. <laughs> he announced this thing last year, or maybe even the year before, and he has not said a single word about it since. It, it and the weirdest part is that the rest of the music world hasn't said anything either, and it just perplexes the hell out of me because like Jizz is like one of the most influential rappers of the modern era like without a doubt you know but definitely up there with like the most verbose so i just i just don't understand why people are just sort of sleeping on this you know and just or, like, or why apparently he's sleeping on it yeah why I he's sleeping really on it kind of i i don't get it into thin air yeah. after it was announced. uh next i high on fire they, they're supposed to be coming oh, out with something cool. this year. Yeah, yeah which uh, Luminiferous was really, really good. I, I thought that was a great album of theirs, and uh, I really think that it can only get better for them mm-hmm. because they, they really don't have, like, a bad album um, because they, they have really good songwriting. Like, Matt Pike is a really, really good songwriter. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I'm really psyched for that. Um, How to Dress Well is I is due for something this year, but yeah. I don't know if he's going to do anything. Um, his last album, Care, was... You know, released to a lot of mixed stuff. I know from you, um, I I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it as much as what is this heart, but um, I I still want to see what he might what he might do because um, I I think he's like I I like seeing people do something different with R and B, and uh, he's definitely like even more that like I I think he adds just like such a such his own touch to the music that you know it, it really really speaks to me a lot more um let's see uh already uh oh hmltd also known as happy meal limited they're a uh british like sort of weird post-punk band that uh they came out with a couple singles last year um but there really hasn't been any news about a full length and uh, i'm really hoping that there is a full length because they are a weird wacky band that i would love to hear more of um which if you guys haven't listened to them, I look up look look up a couple of their singles because the videos are weird as hell and they're just it's just fun. Um, I remember the band name like Happy Meal Limited. I feel like. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, My dying bride is due for something this oh, year. Cool, yeah. yeah, so that'd be cool. Um, My bloody Valentine. They they, they actually confirmed yes, that there is going to be a new that. album this year, yeah. but they haven't they haven't put a date on it yet. But I I really I really want to hear that. Um, I actually I never heard MBV before, so um, uh, that's because like it was one of those things where like they obviously released such a legendary rock album with Loveless, yeah. and you expected the um, reception that MBV heard to be you know a little overhyped because people just wanted new material. Um, it's actually a good album. Uh, definitely oh, really? wasn't as good okay. as Loveless, uh, and um, 
you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it wasn't, you know, it didn't blow me away, but I was surprised that it was just a really solid shoegaze album. Um, yeah. But, I'm so. hoping that they kind of, uh, it's kind of like a, a carcass situation in a way where they're, they're maybe just kicking off some of the, some of the rust a little bit. Um, and yeah. hopefully we'll have, you know, an even better, you know, second follow come up, comeback album. If you yeah. That, that, that'd be really cool. Um, Nile is supposed to release something this year mm. and, um, they, I, their last couple albums have not been very interesting to me. Um, but yeah. I, I, I still like, like, I, I really I think there's such a unique voice in death metal that mm. I really I really want to you know I, I'm really hoping that they come out with something that 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 you know like m- music that that they deserve to put out um, mm. because they like I really do respect the band a lot um, Nine Inch Nails I I I'm not sure about this one but they were supposed to release I thought three EPs last year but it was I think it was only two. Uh, like not the actual events, and then there was another one, um, and they were okay. But I, I, I'm, I'm either hoping that he'll, like, or at least they'll, because it's a duo now. Um, they'll release, you know, either the the like the third EP and then combine all three EPs for like a physical release. Yeah. Um, either that or, uh, you know, just a regular full length would be really cool. But I, I don't really know because Trent Reznor's been really odd about um physical media lately so i'm just i'm really not like i feel like he might be just really disillusioned with the modern music industry so much that he might not put out something in the usual way which is a little disappointing because i i i really like nine inch nails um but you know you you gotta let artists do what they want um because you know you you get the best results that way you know uh having, having that freedom to yeah. be able to release something or not. Uh, the Ocean, the uh, post-metal progressive band, um, The Ocean, or The Ocean Collective, they're due for something um, because their last album, Pelagic, I want to say, was what, 2015, maybe? It was a while could, ago, could, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since that album. And um, so I, I really like to see what, what they have up their sleeves because i think their last their last thing that they did was a split with um oh who did they do that split with you you, you know this uh, Scott yeah, yeah yeah thank you and um they, they, that was pretty well received uh yeah. so it'd be really cool to see you know them continue from there uh panopticon is due for something too uh which i you know i i think that you know that, that that's a that's a really, really good black metal act right now. You know, just doing new things with music that I, I really, I'm really looking forward to what he has in store for us. Um, if he decides to release something, I don't know if he will. Uh, a perfect circle is supposed to come out with something uh, this year. They released a single last year, uh, near the end of last year, which was um, I, I really didn't like the single. Um, like I really, really, really didn't like it. But um, I, 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 I'll celebrate any new Perfect Circle material, even though I, I don't think it'll be as good as uh, like Thirteenth Step. Um, I, it'll still be cool to hear you know Maynard uh, back in action. Um, and somewhat relatedly, 
Although tool. maybe not likely is new tool. Yeah, which um, they, they they were talking about that like oh yeah it's going to come out this year in 2018 and it's and like they've been talking guys, about it for years. Yeah, know? it's like guys, it's it's been ten years now. Like it's it's been, ten, it's been I think it's been over ten years since Ten Thousand Days. Um, um, I definitely th- that might even be an understatement. Let me see. Um, yeah, but um, um, they and. I, I heard about uh, because way last year I think during the summer last year um, there was some leak stuff or like rumors of leak stuff that like yeah. they were going to be releasing like a double album and each track was going to be like over 10 minutes long and um, so I you know I'm still holding out hope that that is going to be what they're going to do uh, yeah. but with Tool you, you just never know you, you, yeah. I mean and chances are it probably won't even happen uh, this year, I as much as I hate to say that because I, I would I would love a new two album like love it. <laughs> so but, in uh, April this year, it will have been twelve years since ten thousand yeah. days. It's which like, is it's interesting because if you look at the band's back catalog, uh, one second I'm just scrolling down. Um, it, it's it's kind of interesting how that. I mean, obviously they got busy with different projects, but. There was only a uh, three-year gap between Undertow and Anima, and then there was a five-year gap between Anima and Lateralus, and then a five-year gap between Lateralus and Ten Thousand Days. And now it's been twelve years; it's been over a decade. Yeah, um, it's become like a meme in the metal community. Like, oh, it, like, it really cool. is. And, and um, you know, like I, I like Tool. Um, I, th- I think they're good. I think they've written some good material. I'm not the, the huge fan, uh, but still, at this point, uh, I'm. It's kind of like I mentioned before, like. You know, Dr. Dre hyped up Detox for so long that when he finally released the yeah. album, I was like, well, what does it sound like? And kind of like with, with Guns N' Roses, it was probably the most most you know relevant example prior to Tool is someone who, like, you know, it, for, it for years democracy. upon years upon years, they hyped this album up. Um, so I am very interested to hear it. And it seems like every year they get a little bit more, you know, hopeful or they get a little yeah. bit more, you know, closer to admitting it's going to happen. So yeah, we'll see. I, I we'll see. like all I'll say is that the, the spark for it hasn't died in me yet. So uh, I, I, oh, I still oh, have yeah, faith. It'll definitely, there's definitely, you know, going to be a warm reception or like at least people are going to be interested in it when it comes out. Yeah. Sure. Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 oh, Pig Destroyer. Scott Hall is supposed yes. to come out with something this year. And uh, I would really like to hear that because... Um, you know, Big Destroyer is fucking great. Uh, yeah, definitely actually, one, of the, one, of the, one of the best modern grind acts there are right now. Oh, so. no question. And I yeah. think uh, they're on Relapse, and Relapse released an, an image, I think yesterday, where it said, you know, new albums coming from this, these bands this year. And Pig Destroyer is right at the top. Oh, what, so, what, what else is in that? Um, let me pull it up. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I, I, I'm just going to go on from there until you get that. Um, yeah, Qu- Quasimodo, which is uh, Mad Libs like rapping e- mm-hmm. alter ego, um, yep. is supposed. He's been. Like, there's been talk of him releasing something, but, you know, they were talking about that last year or two, so who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Um, Romstein, which is a, a, almost as much of a meme as Tool right now, um, yeah, it's is. It's been a while. Yeah, right? they, their last thing was like um, this weird album about love that came out like I think of like 2011 or 12. Yeah, and uh, they've been they, I think they, they they came out with the greatest hits thing I think a little after that or so, something like that. And um, 
but that, that's pretty much been it from them and i'd really like to see something new because they they're they're, they're an awesome band um I, I i love i love some me some ramstein so mm-hmm. um sadade or i i don't really know how to say the band's name but it's uh it's a group featuring uh chino moreno from uh deftones mm-hmm. and um I want to say Doctor No from like Bad Brains, like like they're they're like a, it's like a super group. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, and they released a single. I think it was either last year or the year before. That was that was pretty cool. So um, I'm I'm hoping that something will come of that. Psy, uh, the experimental black metal band Psy, mm-hmm. um, they were actually supposed to release an album last year called Hair to Despair, and um, or Air to Despair, and. Um, they actually moved it forward more because I think they have just been working on it a lot, but mm. they they said that it's coming out this year. So I, I which I, I've never been a huge Psy fan, but um, I like to yeah I, I like to keep them within my radar because I I, I think that like they're, they're a cool band to have around. I mean like Japanese black metal, like Japanese mm. experimental black metal. Like I'm like they, they like I love I love all three of that. You know, um, sleep. Sleep yes. was reactivated. I don't yes. know last year or was it the year before, but I, I'm pretty sure they've been working on new stuff. Supposedly, that's, yeah, th- that's what um, they've been saying. That that would be really cool to see. And it would be their first album in in I like mean twenty years. Yeah, like that. probably. I forget when Dope Smoker yeah. came out, and you know, obviously there was goofiness with the release day of Jerusalem and, and Dope Smoker with the yeah. label. But you know, we haven't heard new material from them in a while. Obviously, you know, from there we've had stuff from High and Fire and Ohm. Uh, which actually, I'd love to hear a new Ohm album. Ooh, a new Ohm album wouldn't be really cool. It's been um, a while since that too. Yeah, yeah, it'd be phenomenal if we got new High and Fire, new Ohm, and new Sleep in the same year. That would be really, <laughs> that would, really cool, dude. Like, like Matt Pike and company are just like burning just the candle at both fucking town. ends. Yeah. yeah exactly. just oh my god. Themselves in the, the studio. That that would be great. Um, Wolfhammer. Uh, they're like I I think I'm like a black and death metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming out with something this year that I, I you know, I'll give that a try. Um, and finally, uh, Young and in the Way, uh, mm-hmm. they're like a yeah you know, black and hardcore band. Yeah. Um, they which I, I know you you're not like the biggest fan of them. Um, uh, I haven't heard them in length or you know in you know really extensively, but I, I think they're good. Yeah. Um, All right. I think for me, a lot of the modern, um kind of like the the metal bands that really catch on for me typically end up falling in that category where like I like them but I think there's more interesting stuff that's a little bit less known not, not to sound like a total hipster but yeah no no uh, I, I I get you um uh, I I I I really liked their last album mm-hmm. so I, I I would really like to see um them come out with something but you know if it you know whatever man like they they they, they, they got to do their own stuff so yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. And actually, in that vein, an album I wanted to shout out that it's already come out, I think, or is coming out soon, is uh, the new Tribulation album. Oh yeah, uh, down yeah. below. Uh, I have had a, I've been very conflicted with them because usually, metal bands that receive like universal acclaim from not only the metal community but also the the quote unquote normal music journalists, um, to me, have been a little overrated. Um, you know, they, in, they, in, in, unless it's unless it's sunbather. <laughs> well, I, I think I think I think that the narrative around sunbather was was a little bit far fetched. You know, they made it seem like they were doing something wholly new, and they really weren't. They were synthesizing a lot of elements from other bands in a new way, but they really weren't doing anything all that new. Mm. Um, but I think they deserve the acclaim. I really like the album. Um, but tribulation, they kind of they're a 
they're like a music journalist wet dream because journalists really love the traditional metal revival um and they kind of yeah, do they that do. oh and, god it's but, so annoying but they do it in like a, a like a gothic and a cult in a weird way so they kind of do ghost except a little bit more with an edge which is why everyone loves them and i've had a really weird relationship with tribulation because i don't really agree with either side i don't agree with people who say they're overrated and i don't agree with the acclaim they've gotten like i think like i like i said earlier uh, today they're like a quintessential good band you know, I think what they do is good. It's interesting, but it's just—it's never phenomenal. Like I, I, their last album and this album, I really enjoyed, but it's just kind of—it's just kind of okay. Like, yeah, it's just—it's just like, like Ghost Opus Upon Us, for example. Like for me, the songs were memorable. You know, they actually had you know like <laughs> the Scooby Doo songs. They do, yeah. <laughs> like you know, I, I think I think you know it actually had songs that I remember like the hooks and stuff and it, it switched it up a little bit and they're like the performances were a little bit more convincing tribulation I feel like every song is good but as a whole it just starts to get old like it's very it's mid-paced throughout and just they kind of do one thing and they do it well it's one of those bands they do one thing and they do it well but that only goes so far I okay um, I, I on popular opinion I think this new like heavy metal revival thing it, it, I, I have I have yet to like an album from it. Like I, I just find it to be so annoying. Yeah, no, uh, the, 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 that's just that's overdone. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I, I'm, I'm definitely willing to try something that might change that opinion. Mm-hmm. But I've yet to hear anything that really has. I mean, I, I, I remember when you were a little bit into it. Um, I'm trying to remember the band. That primarily ghost and i i haven't even really loved a lot of stuff that came out there, or at least i haven't followed it there was another months. there was another band that i remember we were talking about uh, that i really wasn't big on either but um, um yeah i don't recall yeah but uh, did you get that notice up um, yes so yeah. this is from relapse which is obviously one of the bigger metal labels yeah. uh so pig destroyer yeah. is and, and this is you know from from relapsing new releases coming in 2018 so like this is you know pretty much you know, barring some disaster or whatever, these are going to come out. So, uh, Torch, which I really, okay. really love, Meanderthal and um, Harmonicraft. Harmonicraft. I didn't yeah. love... Their last album was a little bit too... I liked kind of like the poppy sludge thing that they did. It, they did it in a very interesting, unique way. And I feel like um, their last album, I think... Uh, what was it? I think Restarter it was called? Yeah, it was Restarter. Yeah. It was weird because like the same year... That, that album came out um floor had a, also reformed and like it was so weird that you could hear a lot of like floor which is uh the guitarist like the front man of of torch was his original band floor um mm. you could kind of hear the parallels it's kind of like he was in that mindset for both albums um and it just didn't it just didn't didn't work for me it wasn't what i really go to torch for um, mm. but we'll see what they come out with um, yeah, I uh, I actually really haven't listened to Torch all that much, um, so you know I, I'll 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 listen to whatever comes out. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think I'll be a huge fan of it, but you know, going with an open mind, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but um, who else is on there? Survive. So okay. Survive did the theme music for Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. And so, when their first album came out around that time, I hadn't watched Stranger Things, so I was like, ah, I don't really care. But after watching Stranger Things, the music is phenomenal. So now I'm interested to hear their new album because I Wait, actually the, they're they're signed to Relapse. Yeah, that it's, is really weird. It's a very interesting. Yeah, it's like 
like that's like almost as well no no i say this is actually weirder than prurient being signed to dark lore or um profound lore yeah profound lore yeah yeah i I feel like that's something that different labels have been doing especially relapse was one of the first labels to do it in the metal sphere where they start signing really unrelated bands um uh which is which is i don't really know why but like it's kind of like for example they 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 have nothing is coming out with the new album this year nothing like the shoegaze band so that was kind of a weird sign for relapse um Mm. uh obscura is coming oh, out with yeah, the album, I, which is weird because their last album came out pretty recently. I think either last year or the year before. Yeah, I um, I remember that. Yeah, I, I I don't know what to think about Obscura. Um, I've always liked them. Um, yeah. I've never been the hugest fan, but I'm I'm interested to see what they do with this one. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Yob, but they're yeah, pretty yeah Y O B yeah yeah they're they're pretty well known. Um, Doom. Yeah, do metal bands, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I th- that um, I'm actually writing that down because uh, the their last album was really cool. So yeah. uh, I'm not really looking forward to this to be honest, but uh, Gruesome is coming out with a new album. Okay, uh, Gruesome is basically like, death, except not death. Yeah, they, they I mean it's kind of weird because they specifically aim to be like a death tribute band, um, but the, you know they write new material. Um, so it's kind of hard to know how to feel about it because I feel like it's kind of a cop out, but I don't know. Like I, 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 I have really like, mixed feelings about. That. I don't know. Like for me, but personally, like when it comes to metal and stuff like that, like I, I don't know if they do it well. Um, you know, I'll listen to it. You know, and I'll enjoy it. It's not really like it's not. Um, they they just do it so like, close to the chest that it just there's no like they don't do it. It's it almost sounds like lost death recordings remastered like that's like, how close it sounds this is sort of like how acdc has been doing like been covering acdc since like it, honestly it's pretty it literally sounds like they like they released an ep that sounded in the vein of like they're more progressive because they their earlier albums have been kind of like the more straightforward death metal phase of death um mm. but they're releasing an ep that was um, more like symbolic and human and stuff like that and it's literally sounded like they lifted parts straight from that um, but to make new songs and so it, it just yeah like it is what they're doing is they're doing it well but I, there's literally no reason for me to listen to them when I could listen to death and get that, like pretty that, much that is death true um, um, a, a, anything else on there uh, Iron Reagan which they released an album what? pretty recently so yeah, I guess, a guess crossover ministry which was one of my favorite albums of last year yeah um, and they are coming out with a new one I guess I guess they're just not not satisfied that's um, um not sure how I think about it. I, I don't know. I don't know I don't know how I feel about that because um you know, they've always been like it's been like sort of like a side project. Yeah. But like you know, like municipal ways and those guys that like oh like what will that like their main project is like municipal ways and then like every so often they'll just like toss out an Iron Reagan album. Yeah. Um and I think that's worked really well because all of their albums have been really good. But I think yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. Um, I, I I mean, no doubt I'm going to listen to it. and I'm probably going to enjoy it. But um, I don't know. Yeah. It, but, but if they can do like another fuck the neighbors, I, I would yeah. I would love that because the, I, God that fucking song like song of the year, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I guess the last one on here that's noteworthy is Author and Punisher. 
Oh uh, no way! He, he always he always does really you know he makes his own interest uh, yeah. instruments and does really cool industrial. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm I, really looking forward to seeing. I really would like to see new author and puncher because M- Milk and Honing was I, I really enjoyed that. That was yeah, that was a really solid album. Um, so I think that's, that's it for that. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I have. Yeah, um, if you guys have anything, uh, let us know in the comments. Yeah, uh, we're always we're, up. Please do because there's only you know I'm sure there's stuff I've you know seen bands announce and I've just forgot. So please comment oh, yeah. if uh, you think of anything we should be looking forward to and yeah, hopefully um, uh, we might be talking about some of these albums you know in reviews or just you know when yeah. we end of your recap and, and yeah it, it, it usually depends on on how interested in the artist as a whole we are yeah exactly um, so you know we'll, we'll see but um, you know if you guys haven't already like subscribe we're on iTunes now um, and we're also on SoundCloud but you know. Don't worry about SoundCloud. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So, guys, have a good day, and um, thanks for listening. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Torture guard.